0: Come on. Strong, the powerful Mark Willis has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Mark.
1: George, so glad to be on your show again. Thank you.
0: Yeah, excited to have you back on. Mark is a certified financial planner with Lake Growth Financial Services. He's working with individuals, couples, and business owners who want to grow their wealth in a safe and predictable manner and create tax-free income for life. Excited to have you back on. Mark, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Well. It means more now, I believe, than 2018 when I was on your show last, I believe. There's been this little thing called a, a global pandemic that's uh, brought the world economy to its knees. Uh, I, I saw a meme the other day where the the unemployment line was chock full, but next to that line was a little guy behind a desk saying, now hiring, with nobody in mm. that line. Uh, and that's sort of the, the world we're living in. It's this upside down, topsy-turvy world where business owners... Uh, and entrepreneurs are you know, really faced with massive problems, uh, liquidity crunch, uh, rent uh, moratoriums on their rental properties, and, and yet uh, there's massive money printing that's really never been tried before in a first world country like this. So, now we're, we're really faced with some big questions, and the people I sit down and work with on an individual basis over Zoom or Skype or, or over the phone. Uh, it's it's, it's t- table talk, you know, it's it's questions about, hey, is this market real? Are we going to be able to retire with the money we've been able to scrape and set aside? Is our business going to be able to survive the, the shutdowns, lockdowns and change, changes that are afoot? So for a lot of our clients, the big question is, what can we do with our money such that we can write a contract with our own future? There's very little that's really written uh, for your future. Uh, with so much uncertainty today, but our focus and our goal at Lake Growth Financial is to help you write a contract with your future that you uh, can predict and count on.
0: That's a cool term right there. Write a contract with your own future. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, if you think about it, Western civilization civilization in general, really, is built on contracts. If we don't have contracts, uh, it, it about doesn't matter what else you think you have you know, let's say you've got a a bunch of real estate properties with cash flow that looks real. I can feel the brick. I can feel the the plywood, whatever. If I don't have a contract saying that I own that piece of real estate, all you got is squatters rights, you know? So without a contract, nothing else matters in terms of your financial future. Now, there's there's a big hairy unknown called volatility that I don't think is, I don't think we're out of the woods yet. You know, I don't have a crystal ball. My batteries died in my crystal ball a long time ago, George. Uh, (laughs) But the thing I can say is that we're not done with volatility. We've had three major market crashes just since the year 2000, where people lost half of their life savings and major changes afoot with, uh, you know, the government policy and, and more. So what you have to do, if you want any sort of assurance that the hard work you're putting in today on your personal life, your health, your relationships, your financial life is to start sitting down and writing out a contract with your future. Uh, you can, you know, have a relationship with your future self, George. I was watching the Simpsons the other day and there's this moment where Homer's like mixing and drinking this concoction and Marge looks at it and it's, it's it's mayonnaise and vodka and I don't know, something else nasty, right? Peanut butter. And, and she's like, (laughs) Homer, Homer, that's so disgusting. Is isn't that gonna hurt your future self? I mean, what about your future Homer? And and he looks at her and he says, huh, future Homer, sucks to be that guy. And I think a lot <laughs> of us, right or wrong, see our future selves as a stranger. In fact, there's some some recent psychological research done on this, that if you were to uh, think about your future self. The brain is lit up in the same area that we think about strangers and aliens, like you know people who are not of your neighborhood or whatever. So one of the things that they allowed in this study, the same psychological study, was to future face yourself. In in fact, what they did was they took a a picture of yourself and aged it. You know they put wrinkles and gray hair and, and had the um, participants look at their future self, and guess what? Their behavior the next 30 days was to eat healthier, they saved more money, and they in general were kinder to their future selves. Now they didn't have a moment where they said, I'm gonna write a contract with my future self. But that's in essence what they started to do. They started to befriend their future self. And you can do that with your money if you do it right if you put your money in the places that have a contract with your future.
0: Okay, I like it, and the idea of our future selves and the the the, the symptom Simpsons are just so professorial and so many different. Oh I mean, it's it, it, it's pretty amazing. But yeah, Homer is uh, Homer is certainly all of us. That's gonna suck for that uh, future version of me and. <laughs> Yep. So our, our ability to to recognize that our brains aren't necessarily set up to uh, to be looking out for that for that abstract future version of me is 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 very much a reality.
1: Uh, yeah, well, and- Glorious, Gloria Steinem says um, rich people plan for three generations and poor people plan for Saturday night. Mm. And I think that is pretty often the case. You know, and and we often would rather cover this weekend's event than to get ready for something that may or may not happen 20 or 30 years from now, like, you know, retirement or something like that. Um, but, yeah. But again, there are places you can put your cash where it has a predictable and, and guaranteed even outcome. And you can write a contract with yourself through the future, <laughs> uh, to your future self. And, and it, Provides a sense of security and peace of mind that our clients have enjoyed now and myself. I personally have enjoyed for many years. It's it's quite remarkable. My accounts, my contracts with myself haven't dipped or skipped a beat. Even, you know, through the political cycles and and uh, pandemics and tax changes, it's quite remarkable. Where you keep your money uh, can impact your, your future. It seems like an obvious sa- statement, George, but... You know, if all your money is tied into things you cannot control or have an outcome on, um, you know, what, what plan is that? You know, can we really call that a financial plan? A 401k, you know, it's tied to the market. Taxes will be dealt to you in the future when we don't know what the tax rate will be 20 years from now, 10 years, 30 years from now. To me, that spells, you know, uncertainty, not a contract with my future.
0: Yeah. You haven't spent a good amount of time thinking about certainty these days. And, you know, as human beings, myself included, I seek patterns, I seek certainty. And we're in this time when so many of our patterns, if not all of them, have, have, have been changed or broken or whatever. Uh, and so this idea of being able to find financial certainty, well, there's never any certainty um, out there. The closer that we can get to it, that's really what, what you're talking about is is positioning ourselves for future certainty, if it's ourselves, or even if it's next generations.
1: So true. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, there's there's two laws in the universe that come to mind here. There's the law of gravity and the law of entropy. And wherever you are in the universe, so far as we can tell as humans, you know, this four pound knot of neurons seems to have discovered the, the law of gravity and the law of entropy, all of us, and we're all subject to these laws, you know, pulling you down and tearing you apart. That is the basic premise of the universe, pulling you down and tearing you apart. That's the law of gravity and entropy. Now that can be true in our physical bodies you know, as we age, but it can also be true in your relationships. If you don't spend time waging war against those two laws, your relationships will be pulled down and torn apart. Your health, your hobbies, your financial life, it's all uh, a moment where you can fight back against the dissolution of you know there's a great book out there called things fall apart and that's that's quite often the case things will fall apart if you don't pay attention to them or or get a plan or as i say a contract with your future then things will fall apart i mean i'm looking at 27 different retirement risks for our clients um i'll give you four or five of them real quick there's you know there's timing risk if you buy and sell at the wrong time there's the sequence of the returns of the market that can decimate your portfolio. There's tax rate risk. There's legal risk if somebody sues you and you don't have the right coverage, for example. There's just plainly long, longevity risk, which is just the simple notion of living too long, outliving your cash. You know, These are just a few of 20-plus risks. But again, if you've got a financial uh, asset where the outcome is determined before you even begin – You can say to yourself, okay, on a minimum guaranteed basis, I know my net worth will be X on the day I plan to retire and at every point along the way. Now uh, there's something in the financial universe called futures contracts. That's a a very common phrase and it's been used for generations, especially by farmers. Farmers will use futures contracts and they use it basically. How it works in layman's terms is you'll pay a certain, as a farmer, you might pay a certain price for wheat today. So somebody is going to buy my wheat that I spent all year growing at, you know, whatever, $10 a bushel or whatever. But I don't know what the future of wheat will be when my wheat is mature enough to harvest. And that's a risk, right? That's a risk. Yeah. What if the price goes down? So what I can do as a farmer is I'll pay a small fee today in order to lock in a price in the future. I'll know my outcome will be determined with with absolute certainty before I even begin on my efforts of planting the first seeds. And imagine if you could do that with your financial life. If you could say, all right, for a small price today, the, the price being patience and maybe giving up some of the major market gains, for example, you know, but having a certainty that after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever year you choose, you can say with a guarantee in the contract, hey, I know exactly what my future value will be in this account. That to me is financial peace. Uh, there's only a few financial vehicles that do that, uh, you know, and and of course whole life insurance being one of them is one of the key features that we really um, encourage and and explore with our clients. It's not all of what we do, but it's a, it's a key asset that can give people a future guaranteed increase of their cash every year, and it just provides a certain outcome where they know, hey, I'm going to have. 500 grand a million whatever in cash value accumulation before they even begin on their project of saving uh, and at every point along the way so that's one of the key strategies so yeah it's a cool concept to have a contract with your future but it also has to come all the way down the ladder George to you know real practical financial tools that give people um, our clients anyway an assurance that they've got you know a, a future that they can count on
0: Yeah. No, that certainly makes sense to me, and that's a great way to that's a great way to frame it and a great way to think about it. Gravity and entropy, and and deferring your gratification for that future self, but it's it's for that person's benefit, right? You're you're mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing this to to create a little bit of certainty, hopefully a lot. Yeah. Um, in terms of of what's going on with the economy and and interest rates and everything else—is this having a negative impact on the companies that sell these products? It's a good, great question.
1: Yeah. Well, as a, a certified financial planner, I you know I look at several dozen uh, financial institutions that allow for certain contracts, like whole life insurance, for example, uh, and other um, other similar strategies like it. And yeah, you don't want to just work with any old insurance company to set up a contract. If you're going to be with that financial institution for decades, George, you really want to make sure that there's a long-standing tradition of going through hard times and coming out resilient and triumphant and profitable. So, For example, you want to look for mutually owned life insurance companies that have A-plus ratings with third parties. So they're getting checked and audited regularly by the states that they're in and by third-party uh, investigators and auditors like Moody's and Standard and & Fitch and, and more uh, so you look at these different insurance third parties you look at the company's balance sheet and you say all right have they been through tough times in the past the ones that I typically would suggest folks look into are mutually owned life insurance companies where you are in essence an owner of the company and a company in which has survived for at least a hundred years and made it through profitably and paid out dividends consecutively for that same 100 plus years. That gives me confidence because we just went through a global pandemic, the likes of which, George, you and I have never seen, our grandparents maybe never even saw. I wanna know that the insurance company has been here before and they've made it through 2008. They made it through the 1970s and 80s. They made it through the Great Depression. They made it through the 1918 world pandemic. That to me, is proof in the pudding that they've made it through enough that they can survive the next 50, 100 years, as long as my contract allows, which to me is as long as I'm gonna live. I want that contract to last into my future. Um, There's a quote by Dan Sullivan. He says, always make your future bigger than your past. Always make your future bigger than your past. Even if you're on your dying deathbed, you you can still leave a legacy that's bigger than anything you did during your lifetime. And I just think that's an inspiring quote. And bring it, once again, bringing it down the ladder, a whole life insurance contract, you know, not only does it grow consecutively over my entire lifetime, there's never an expiration date on my uh, whole life contract until I expire, right? And that leaves a giant legacy, a death benefit beyond my cash value that's accumulated uh, for my family. So yes, you gotta look for companies that are solid and are gonna last as long as I will, as long as you will.
0: Yeah, I, I very much appreciate that. And it is uh, unprecedented times, but every time like this is an unprecedented time so <laughs> you bet, man yeah. uh, being able to 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 work with companies like you've just described is is of immense value, and it's so important if you are writing a contract with yourself, make sure that that the company you're partnering with to help fund that and to help honor that contract is is also of the same quality as as you are
1: so <laughs>
0: you bet. Uh, it' yeah. fa- fascinating. Uh, we, we as a society, are talking about so many different things these days, and the uh, the the wealth gap is certainly something that that uh, has has been talked about and discussed. And it strikes me that this is a an automatic, a guaranteed way to close that.
1: Well, that's a really insightful um, comment. You're right. There's a there's sort of a assumed um, cynicism that I sometimes come across if I see someone driving you know, an Aston Martin or something, there's two responses. Uh, And I think the response is more important than almost anything else. Our internal heart response. When I see a very successful person maybe driving a a nice car or whatever, a nice house, whatever, I have either a choice to say, he he or she must have stole from so many people to get that. Hmm. And he and she don't deserve that. Or I can say, I can become a little bit more like him or her today. That's the better in my opinion, that's the better response. I can have a better future today and be inspired by the success I see in someone else. Now I'm not saying that there are no, you know, uh, bad apples out there for sure. However, it is possible. We are living in abundant times and the world is a big and beautiful place. And while there's a lot of risk, and while there's a lot of danger, you know, we just mentioned whatever 27 plus risks you could be faced on just the financial future you're alone, you can find a better future if you know where to look and if you have a growth mindset, if you have an abundant mindset. So the wealth gap, in my opinion, is a challenge. It's a challenge to say, how can you personally close that gap for you and your family? Uh, it's not something that you're, the, the rich don't have a thumb on top of us. They may have figured out, a few things that we could learn you know um that's just my personal belief that i can control my future a little bit I'm not saying i can you know change everything or control everything sure but to the degree that you can control your future why not try
0: yeah amen well mark people are ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them
1: all right well hey guys you know the the biggest difference i think we can make we've been talking finance so i'll stay in that i'll stay in my lane there as a certified financial planner but the biggest difference you can make is to sit down and just ask yourself what do you want your money to do for you i don't claim to have an answer for you everyone listening what do you want your money to do for you because where you keep your money makes it do different things such a plain simple concept but That is a difference-making question. If you can journal that, if you can talk with your spouse or buddy or friend or whatever and have that conversation, what do I want my money to do for me? What characteristics or attributes do I want my money to have? Because I guarantee you, if you spend time thinking about that, you'll have a better outcome, a happier, healthier outcome. Uh, Whether it's a whole life contract like we've been describing, whether it's a 401k, you know, at least you thought about it and me and too many of uh, folks that I've met, just for the most part in my early financial life, I was handed a student loan. I was handed a 401k. I was handed a savings account. But not until we said, what do I want my money to do for me? Taking the labels off products, you know, whole life, get rid of the name. What does it do? What is the function of my money? That to me is, I guess, the, the biggest difference-making tip I can give today.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Mark, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you?
1: Hey, guys, if you want to check out anything we're doing, uh, we've got a great podcast, Not Your Average Financial Podcast. That's the name. That's literally the <laughs> the name, Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Or if you want to connect with us on all the other orbits that we're out, out there in, or even reach out to me directly and schedule an appointment for 15 minutes. We do a quick phone call, Zoom call, just to answer your questions about some of these strategies and how you can write a contract with your future. Just go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot slash boy retire. That's bank on yourself, retire.
0: Perfect. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out the Not Your Average Financial Podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Go to bit.ly, B-I-T-L-Y slash B-O-Y, retire. Thanks again, Mark.
1: My pleasure, George. Thanks so much.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight we are all in this together. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show.